0: this is a podcast from rnib's insight radio now it's time to take a look at the current issue of heat magazine and uh well first story we're saying bye now to ben haina oh no so
1: short-lived um ben haina has been dumped by simon cowell 410 days after winning the x-factor another x-factor winner has just lost their record contract with simon cowell's company psycho This time it's 2014 winner Ben Hainau, which is obviously really sad for him but quite good for people who always spell his name Hainau or can't resist the urge to sing every time they hear his name. Poor Ben only released his debut album in November, 11 months after scoring the 2014 Christmas number 1 with his cover of Something I Need, He released a statement on Twitter confirming that he and Psycho have parted ways after the most incredible experience of working on his first studio album. Working with The X Factor and Psycho has been the most amazing time of my life and has given me the best possible platform for the start of my career. I have the utmost respect for them both and cannot thank them enough for all the help and everything they've done for me this past year, he said. However, after discussions with Psycho team, we both felt it was the right time to move on, said Ben. I'm very excited about this next chapter. I'm already writing and in talks about the next album. There are going to be a few changes to my upcoming tour dates, but I'll let you know all the details very soon. Speaking to The Mirror, a source said, Simon is sad about the decision, but it just hasn't worked out. Fleur East, who came second in the series, but has been more successful and he's now focusing on her career, along with launching last year's champion, Louisa Johnson. Ben may have lost his record deal, but he still held on to it longer than Steve Brookstein. So that's that.
0: Yes, um, oh. it is a bit of a shame, actually. He seemed like such a genuinely nice bloke. But there oh. seems to be this curse of the kind of X Factor winner in that, you know, they never really do anything. Yeah, they and don't. I, oh. I don't know why. Simon's label seem to hide them away for a year the first time you really hear about them after they've won um, obviously they release their single you know after they've won but the next time you hear about them it's the next show it's,
1: yeah yeah you know the next and it's the wrong time to come out then I th- I thought that that's yeah, the wrong time. It's just other really people are coming then.
0: But it always seems to be the ones that don't win, the kind of second, third, even fourth um, mm, mm. in in the race that that tend to go on and do really well. Yeah, I think yeah. the only person that's really done very very well was uh, Leona Lewis. Yes, yeah, she has. Yeah, that's true. Yes, I think the last the next one, Louisa Johnson.
1: This one, I thought she was amazing.
0: She was um, amazing, this, but yeah. I still think she's
1: only seventeen though. Mm.
0: I still think mm. it's, it's you know, we should have heard some more f- from her by now. I know they go away and they write an album and da 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 but I just think that, you know, they should keep the momentum going. Mm. Do you know that I couldn't e- even, if you hadn't read that out, I wouldn't have even remembered the girl's name. No, that's true. I wouldn't
1: have done I either. wouldn't have remembered it. If I watched it. Yeah. Mm. And I would have mm. known
0: it all the way through X Factor. So mm. it just goes to show, I mean, you know, everything moves so quickly, especially with social media and stuff like that, that, that you know, people are forgotten much quicker these days. It's true.
1: So you should be in their face all the time until you've made it, I guess.
0: Yeah. Definitely. It's quite sad
1: that Simon drops them when they just haven't made it as well.
0: Yeah. Well, they're only bound to him for a year.
1: Oh, so, I see. You know. Oh. Um, I
0: mean. You know, he can obviously renew the contract, but... If he wants to, yeah. yeah it it doesn't sound like he usually Very does. No no. no, no. I don't think he was keen on um, now either. I think he definitely Hens. wanted Fleur East to win. He did, he did. Um, yeah. I think yeah. he preferred her. I think he thought Ben was great, but Fleur was better.
1: Yeah, because she had a lot of uh,
0: charisma, which she did.
1: Yes. Mm. <gasps> okay, mm. listen, let's talk about Katie Price. I know, yeah, Katie Price. Don't know what she does these days, actually. Katie Price said she was wrong to let Princess wear makeup. If you look out of the window right now, we're pretty sure you'll see a pig flying past, which means Katie Price has admitted that she was wrong about something. Shocking. The almost perennially right Pricey has said that she was wrong to let her daughter Princess wear makeup in snaps that Katie uploaded to Instagram. Speaking on Loose Women, Katie said... You're all right. I was in the wrong. Princess sees how I pose and she thinks it's natural. These pictures were taken when we did panto at Christmas and she just saw her mum doing it. It's best we give ourselves... Ooh, reading the wrong piece. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. (laughs) She saw her mum doing it. Here we go. I wouldn't let her go to the shops like that. To me, that's innocent because she's copying her mum. But after I posted it, people were saying to me, oh my God, Katie, think about the people who could be looking at your child. And I thought, oh yeah, you're right. When you say it, you can see it. Katie has also admitted that Princess's, dad's father, princess's father, Peter Andre, was angry because after Katie posted a sassy video of Princess telling people to mind their own beeswax. And he said, she doesn't speak like that. And I said, yeah, you're right katie admitted yes you were right
0: well, it's silly
1: of her though wasn't it
0: well do you know i think i suppose in this day and age you know that you've got to watch out who you know what you're posting of your children you know which is actually really really sad do you know when i was a wee girl christine my mum was a makeup artist, so I used to sit when I was four years old, oh, and yes. I would ask my mum to do my makeup, or I'd go and play with her makeup, and I loved it, and I'd go and, you know, dress up as a ballerina, and I'd pirouette around the house like a <laughs> precocious little horror. Um and... But uh,
1: very cute, I'm sure.
0: But the thing is, it was all about, you know, it wasn't, you know, the kind of, I, I don't know, I think people see it as as the sexualisation of a child, whereas... For me, it was just playing with makeup. It's not. And being pretty and yes, yes, yeah. It wasn't about. Maybe we look more into it, you know, look more into it than we should. I think obviously there was no social media back then. Um, nowadays, you've got to be very careful what you post because obviously on the likes of Twitter, anybody pretty much can see, um, you know, your account. So, you know, there are pictures that that maybe you have to kind of watch. And I think obviously with children, you know, people are being a bit more cautious, but. Isn't it a shame that, that people a shame have to and because be... because she's
1: quite likely to want to look like her mummy too.
0: Well, that, her mum has grown up in that kind of beauty industry. And yeah. like my mum being a makeup artist, um, and my mum did some modelling when she was young. So, you know, it, it it was always... We were always a very makeup-y house. Yeah. In yeah. saying that, you know, yeah, if we wanted to go out and we wanted to put on a wee bit of lipstick, my mum didn't mind. I mean, it was just, mm. you know, we had our kiddies makeup. Yes, yes, I can
1: remember my um, having children's makeup to start with. Yeah,
0: but uh, you know, Mm. we weren't kind of going to school with makeup on. I I see a lot of kids now going to school with a full face of makeup, you know, bright red lips, black oh, black, yeah. thick mm. eyeliner. And they're not even in their sort of sixth form, they're no, sort of no, no, form. No, yeah. these are these yeah. are kind of um, you know, first year students, kind of 13, mm. 14. Yeah. And that kind of I think, oh my goodness, you know, we wouldn't have been allowed to go to school like that. My mother would
1: again, no, the schools wouldn't allow it either at no. one stage. No. Mm. No no yeah. no way. Yeah. Um
0: oh yeah. it's hard to be well, humble anyway, when you're... Well anyway she's per- not going to do it and again poor thing. She's been put in her place. Hard to be humble when you're perfect, isn't it, Christine? It really is. Um. (laughs) And now we
1: have Zayn Malik. Malik. Yes, who says he never wanted to be in one direction. Hear that? It's the sound of a million hearts breaking around the world and tinkling into little pieces and then being stamped underfoot by the giant boot of cruelty. Why? Because Zayn Malik has said that he never wanted to be in One Direction, and all hopes of a full band reunion that we were clinging on to, despite all evidence to the contrary, are in tatters. Speaking to Zayn Lowe, he said, I think I always kind of wanted to go from the very first year. I never really wanted to be there in the band. I just gave it a go because it was there at the time. Still, it was better than uh, being like most 17-year-olds, uh, at that time, doing A-levels, mocks or employment or constantly being turned down by Alco Pops due to having a baby face. Zane went on to say that he didn't fit in with the band because it wasn't his kind of music. I realised I couldn't put any input in, said Zane. I couldn't give my opinion on this or that because it didn't fit the grain of what we were or what we represented. It, what we represented. I think the boys kind of knew in terms of the music that it wasn't my cup of tea. Oh, Zane. Still we'll always have five beautiful years, a five remembered one direction. Let's cling on to the precious memories. Those can never be
0: taken from us. Never. Oh. Um do you know, I actually I actually just I cringe when I hear Zane Malik talking about um what you know, how he didn't really want to be in One Direction, because I just think, you know, it, it's kind of, you know, sticking his fingers up at the the machine that made him. That made him. Yep. Do you know what I mean? It, I just think it's really ungracious. Uh, and, he you know, wouldn't the, be where he is now if it wasn't for that. Well, exactly. I mean, there's no doubt the boys get talent, but, you know, and I'm sure he'll do very well. But I just think, you know, this kind of uh, bad boy image is not really... Oh, maybe it's appealing to the girls. I don't know. But I just think it's it's really not very nice or not very fair to One Direction because, you know. And they've been actually really good. They haven't said anything about him leaving, have they, really? No, nope, they, they have haven't. Not. commented
1: too much. Nope.
0: Anyway, listen, thank you, Christine, for taking us through the current issue of Heat Magazine. If you want to go out and get it, it is out now. Or you can take a look online. It's fully accessible. It's heatworld.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast from
1: RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.